Hello, and welcome to the Earthed Podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health and well-being. We will be talking all things mind, body, and spirit, along with anything in between that feels aligned to the improvement of ourselves or our environment. I am your host, Emily Shine, kinesiologist, spiritual development mentor, and intuitive. This podcast is meant to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your life to the fullest. I am so excited to have you here. Now let's get to today's show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Earth Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Emily Shine and on today's episode, I am interviewing the incredible Jessica Palmer. Jessica Palmer is a mother of three and a half. Yes, she's pregnant with her fourth child at the moment. And I just love the permission that this woman gives all of us to live fully in our authenticity and do all the things, even if we've got uh, children at our feet, which you will hear in this podcast episode. Actually, she has one of her babies right next to her, which I think is wonderful because sometimes when we have children, we think that our lives are, you know, not over, but that's that's all that there is to it. We just have to be a mum and we have to dedicate all our time to our children and we have to give up all the things that we love and the things that we want to do to change and, and, and save the world and just just... She breaks the mold. She's an incredible, attentive and present mama, yet she still manages to do all of the other things that she wanted to create um, within the world, creating this change within the world. So Jess is a breakthrough coach, a fellow podcaster and a personal development specialist. Her mission is to create collective change through conversation and remarkable transformational experiences. So she had some pretty traumatic events and health issues uh, that helped her to launch her personal development and coaching business, which she talks about in this uh, podcast. But she's also a qualified neuro-linguistic programming practitioner and coach. She's a timeline therapist, meditation guide, and master facilitator. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Okay. Hello, Jessica Palmer. Welcome to the Earth Podcast. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for jumping on today. I'm really excited to have a chat with you. We had the pleasure of um, getting to know each other a little bit deeper at a breakfast the other day and I got to speak to you and hear about your amazing story, which is, which is just incredible. I'm hoping that we can sort of touch on a little bit of that today as well because it's going to be um, really life-changing, I think, for people to be able to hear more about where you came from and why it is that you do what you do. But I always start the Earth podcast with one question and that is what lights you up? Oh, what lights me up? Oh. What really lights me up is seeing people just fully like reclaim their essence. Like I think that's what lights me up the most. Like whether it's women or men, you know, children, they just perfectly, they naturally do it. They know exactly like we've forgotten, but they know, (laughs) they know. But witnessing people just reclaim their essence. Like a lot of people talk about identity, like I've lost my identity. I don't know who I am anymore. And what I've come to realize is it's actually, it's not your identity. It's your essence that has kind of become buried under all these layers um, of like expectations and experiences. And 
just seeing people peel back those layers and to just shine bright and reclaim their essence. And I just think everyone has something special to share with the world, whatever that looks like, whether that's like, it could be something like singing or it could be just by their, their energy, by being just, you know, when you're with the person and you just think, wow, I love being with that person. They make me feel really good about myself. I think that's like a superpower too. So that's what really lights me up is helping people to reclaim their essence and to essentially live a life um, of fulfillment. Absolutely. I can completely resonate with that. It's like a, a connectiveness that we've lost not only to each other but to ourselves and just being able to connect back in with us. Yeah, totally. And that's going to form the basis of what you do, right? Yes, 100%. So tell me a little bit more about what it is that you do and how you help people to uncover those parts of themselves that they may have lost along the way. Yeah, so I am a, I'm a breakthrough coach. I'm a mentor. Predominantly what I do do is I work as a, a trainer uh, and a mentor specifically for coaches, creatives, uh, healers or leaders. Often I work with people that have a very unique random skill set that doesn't make sense to to, uh, to most um, n- most coaches um, and they've probably heard that they're a bit weird and I've kind of they've told me about it and I, I get really excited I'm like oh my gosh that is phenomenal you are an expert at tie-dye that is amazing <laughs> tell me more about that and as you unpack things you realize well this person isn't just an expert at tie-dye they um, they actually understand have a deep understanding of color and they do color therapy. So then they help the world to live, uh, help people to live a more vibrant lifestyle through understanding the impact of color and bringing color into their life. So I tend to just attract these people that are very multi-passionate, have these very odd, uh, you know, some people call them random skills, and I am kind of that practically spiritual person that knows how to give them the structure um, to create programs. You know, that's one of the biggest things that we do. We create programs or perhaps, um, they've always felt in their heart that they wanted to be some type of coach or healer and they don't know what that looks like for them, but they know that that's what they're meant to do, but they have no idea what that looks like. So what I do is I help them to uncover what those natural gifts are And I teach them how to coach. So using a five-step method that I have created, a five-step method framework. And it also has space um, in like the fourth step where you can add in your own individual modality. So I have had people put in, um, you know, like havening or Reiki. I had a beautiful Christian woman that puts in prayer. So everyone gets to bring their own unique flavors. So I like to, basically I'm the person that, that empowers leaders, that then empowers other people. So that's where I fit into, you know, this personal development space, very much in the training, the facilitation. You know, I have over 10 years experience in training and development. And um, I just, I also just love a great chat. Like that's my <laughs> mission is to create change through conversation, which I do through like my own podcast, through events and then, through, uh, through coaching and teaching other people how to coach as well and how to use conversation to create collective change. Such a beautiful domino effect, you know, to be the person that stands there for the future leaders because it is one thing to help 
one person to find their power, but to then help that person to then empower others is such a phenomenal thing because it's this, it just ricochets out into the world. And I know so many people and just through working with clients myself who don't even believe that they have the ability to make make change and create change in the world. But the more people who realize that potential within themselves, the more help that we can actually send out out into the world. And it's really that um, I love that more and more women are stepping into this work because I feel this is just my opinion, but I feel that women have been living in that that competitive scarcity mindset for such a long time because we've been forced into it from a patriarchal way. And that's all starting to break down now. And we can see more and more women raising to that, you know, collective (laughs) to bring the collective up um, and, and take that scarcity away so that we can help more people to rise to their potential so i love that that collaboration piece like i think that's so important like getting rid of that competition because like you said like as we grow up as little girls where we're kind of taught that like you want to look your best you want to be the good girl like you um we're taught to compete with other women when when we realize oh my gosh what happens if we're not threatened by someone? Like we're actually fully okay in our and okay and humble with our own power that we can also receive someone standing in their power. Like what happens then when you both come together with your combined powers, your combined superpowers, and it's just it's just absolute magic. Like it's it's just powerful. It's so powerful. I think the containers that we can hold space for in the world when we can all stand together and create that change just become so much more holistic and so much deeper. Um, yeah, I, I just love, I love that that's starting to be the new normal. And um, yeah, it's just incredible that you're, that you're, you're, you're living in that space and creating more of a change through the leaders, uh, helping people to understand that. I love that you're helping to um, allow people to embrace their weirdness as well, because I think you were right. We have, especially as women, but men, men do get this as well. So I'm not just counting the, uh, the fellas out there listening, but uh, especially women, we do place such large expectations on ourselves to be all things to all people you know it's like you've got to be um a great mum who's always present for their kids but then you should also have a really successful job and be fully present for that job and you should be earning a certain amount of money but not too money because then too much money because then you know you're being too greedy and you know if you get it too if you then earn heaps of money and you get it too easy where you have enough time for your for your kids and you don't deserve it um and then while you're doing all of that juggling you've also got to be there for all of your friends and go to every baby shower and every wedding and every social engagement otherwise you're a selfish friend and then you've got to have a perfect house you've got to keep everything clean and tidy and even though you've got four (laughs) kids running around it's always going to be perfect and while you're doing this make sure that you're exercising and you're eating perfectly because you've got to be a size six and have perfect skin (laughs) this is what we tell ourselves and then we look at things like instagram and we're like they're doing it so we have to do it and I think that's the pre-sense of how women are clawing each other down these days because they look at other women and they think that they're doing all those things and so they try and call them down so they don't feel like they're drowning in their you know missed expectations it's just just like you know Maya Angelou says like when you know better you do better and you know not everyone has has that awareness about like that it can be different that things can be different so when we have people you know such as ourselves, and like there's so many amazing women out there 
that are creating spaces that are really warm and inviting and then people get the opportunity to go oh my gosh like I remember when I first like went to a sisterhood thing I was just like is there something wrong with these people because I'm I feel so loved and I feel so accepted and it actually made me feel really uncomfortable to begin with because it was just it felt it was just not what I was used to yeah so it was just incredible and for me the the sisterhood thing has always been something that like my mom's actually one of seven wow so my nanny's six girls she kept going until she got the boy which is number seven (laughs) she's superwoman wow crazy 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 which is why I will never continue until I get a boy because just so you guys know I've got three girls and I'm about I'm pregnant this is my final baby I swear it's my final baby (laughs) (laughs) you can play this back to me but um, (laughs) I've got one of the little ones down here now but um yeah and I just remember seeing like the dynamics between those sisters so that was my reference like watching them um, communicate to each other and it was it was very competitive and even as they grew older it's like you know I've got more money like oh, I bought this car so now that person's going to go buy that car and it's like we're all just wanting to have more and more and more of something and we just forget who the hell we are and what we actually already have here yeah. so for me like, I had some serious sisterhood wounds that um, that I had to like really address and I just Sometimes I just feel like crying, like when I'm just around people. Like I just feel so, I'm just so, I'm so grateful because I know what it's like to not have that, to not have the sisterhood. And I just think if anyone's listening here, I just want you to know that it is actually a real thing. Like you can yeah. actually find people that are like your people. Um, you know, just, just start going to these things and you're going to find your people and you just... Yeah, you just won't, you can't even believe how good it feels. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with that, when you go to those places, you've just got to really try and focus on letting go of your inhibitions or these ideas that the people you're going to attract are going to continue to be the same people that you have attracted in the the past because that's when you will actually attract those people. But if you can raise your vibration and walk into a space going, you know what, I'm a really genuinely lovely person who's willing to open my heart to lovely, genuine connections. That's what you will attract. And there's an abundance of people out there who don't have great motors, who aren't great energy. But to every one of those, there's two people who do have great energy. So it just depends on what you want to align yourself with. Like there's literally like, I don't know what the last count is. Like it could be billions or trillions. I actually don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So many people on this earth. And even, you know, things like for me, social media has been something that I used to feel very triggered by. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to start using this in a really positive way. And that was how I began to actually, you know, which is crazy because it's online, um, but began to actually form connections with people and then eventually would meet them in real life. And like even a a mum that I met when I first started sharing my, um, my personal journey with motherhood, which we'll probably talk about later, but um, started following me and eventually flew up to come and meet me um, from Hobart. And it wow. was just, and I just literally love that person. Like we still talk on social media. We both like ended up having babies at the same time. Like it's just, if you open yourself up um, to 
whatever platform or whatever it is in person, like you you just don't know what's going to happen. You get to call it in. Any of these platforms, I talk to my clients a lot about online dating and I really debunk this idea that online dating is all about bringing in sleazebags or, you know, like people who are just after hookups and things like that, or it's, it's bad. It's, it's, you know, not where you should meet people. And there's a lot of stigmatism around it, but really the online platform in general, whether it's that you're online networking or socializing or dating is just a new platform that we're not used to. And we're just not used to that amount of saturation of people in one space but if you were to walk into say you're using online dating and you were going to walk into a bar and there was 40 men in that bar and you were there all night and then you left that bar and none of those 40 men if you even spoke to all of them were your fit you would not walk away going I'm never going to meet someone in a bar all bars are terrible or that bar is terrible you'd just be like oh well the person that's for me wasn't there tonight and the next time you went to a bar you'd have a whole new slate but then we go online and we speak to 40 men and we're like, no, there's no one here. They're all sleaze bags. Online is the problem. But it's not. It's just a saturation point. We have access within social media and online platforms to so many people at once. So, of course, there's going to be lots of people who don't fit. But that doesn't mean that there isn't lots of people who do fit. So, yeah, I, I think that we need to just keep an open mind and just try and use our natural, you know, social filters that we have in everyday life that when we, you know, when we're face-to-face with people in the online platform as well just because you connect with someone online it doesn't mean you have to you know bond with them completely if you don't then you use your filter and like friendships are seasonal as well I think some people forget um that that some relationships and friendships um aren't forever absolutely and like I totally get that it's really freaking devastating when those those end and they, whether it's there's distance it ends mutually or not there is a grieving process and it's actually okay to fully grieve that as well but um some people will come into your lives and then they'll be your person and then then they won't be your person because maybe yeah. you're just growing at different levels or different things are happening and it's all perfect. Yeah, absolutely. My mum used to say a reason, a season or a lifetime. She ever heard heard that saying yeah. before? People come in yeah. for a reason, a yeah. season or a lifetime. And it is. It's so true because yeah. we are constantly growing as people. So sometimes you're going to really match someone's energy and other times your energies may take you in different directions. And, and like you said, it is 100% all okay. But one of the things that I really love about you, and I actually spoke about um, you to a client that I had just before we jumped on this call, uh, who is a mom who's wanting to have another child and then what that means for her and her career. And what I love about you is you you really create a safety or by leading by example. You know, you're a mum of three, you're pregnant with your fourth, and you're sitting at this breakfast, you're giving a talk to like 12 women, you're standing up in front of everyone, you've got a bun in the oven, you've got another baby baby over to the side you're currently on a podcast and your baby's sitting right next to you by doing these things you are giving women a permission to have all of it you know we have these ideas that once we're in you know full mum mode that that's going to be consuming our entire life and we can't have anything else but that motherhood role and I know that motherhood is consuming being a mother myself I understand that yeah but I love that you're allowing people to have I found when I first, before I became a mum, I honestly thought, well, first of all, when I was in primary school, I wanted to be married and have four kids by 25. Then when I actually turned about 20, I was like, 
I'm not having any kids until I'm 30. I'm now 31 with three children and I'm pregnant again. Um, but I just was really scared of becoming a mum, not because of everything else that had to go on. Like, yes, sometimes like some of those things are scary that happen in motherhood, but um, on a physical and emotional level. But I was really scared that it meant that I couldn't go and do any of the things that I wanted to do. Like I thought that my life would be over. Um, I hadn't really seen any examples. I didn't have any evidence that that what I was thinking was wrong. Um, and I was kind of looking, I was hoping, I wasn't really looking, I was just hoping that some evidence would just fall into my lap, just conveniently fall into my lap to let me know that it is fully safe to have children. You can still um, be who you are. You can actually achieve. Going on. You can achieve your dreams um, and like that you actually aren't restricted. But it took so much for that to be unpacked. Like I literally had to fall to my knees after having, you know, I had two under two and I'm about to have two under two again. But I had two under two and you know, I honestly was brought to my knees. Also having multiple family tragedies, like I, I've shared um, at the brunch, like someone that I loved killed someone that I loved. You know, we lost a close friend to suicide and I had very deep postnatal depression. Like my second baby was the most difficult baby. Like I can't believe I've even had another one after having her. Um, she was just one of those babies that didn't want to sleep, that didn't want to take a bottle. Like she didn't take a bottle till 12 months. She would rip at my top. Um, and yeah, just emotionally, physically, mentally, I was so drained and I just felt so lost. I felt so lost in motherhood. And I thought, well, can I go and get a job? What is it that I even want to do with my life as well? I wasn't, I still wasn't a hundred percent sure about what that all looked like. And I just decided I needed to embrace motherhood um, because I was so, I actually was really negative about it, like super negative about it, even though I, I love my children, but just motherhood in general, I just felt like it was such a burden and I didn't know how to find the joy yeah. in motherhood. Yeah, I can so relate with that. Yeah, yeah. And I just was really honest about it online as I began to share and I thought, and people did judge me. They would message me and tell me that I should, I'm ungrateful. Um, but I was really just sharing my journey about how I could find joy in motherhood and how I could fully embrace motherhood. So then I just started to build this muscle of like, okay, well, what can I do in motherhood? Like, what is it that, that I can do? And I've realized that I can basically do anything um, because I can create the space for myself. So I'm constantly pushing these edges for myself and I honestly had no idea about the impact it would have on other people at the time because it was just something that I struggled with so much personally and I just knew that I had to push myself out out of there and then when people started commenting and saying like wow like do you not understand how amazing that is I was like I don't know like I'm just on this journey like I just I'm just one person on a journey and I realized that my one journey actually represented a lot of a lot of mothers were actually thinking, but they were too afraid to admit it and to to say this is how I'm feeling. 
Yeah, 100%. And that's the power. And that's the thing that people, a lot of the time we don't understand it or we forget that our our struggles or our pain can actually be medicine to other people when we speak honestly and openly about the things that we're experiencing. And, you know, I, I can so relate with, with everything that you've said from a mother's perspective. There's been so many times through my motherhood journey where I've always, always loved my children and be grateful for their existence, but it's been shit. Like there's been times where it sucks. And and you yeah. don't know how to process that if you don't speak about it openly because you just sit there with the guilt of feeling that way. But there is so many yeah. mothers out there. I would say probably more mothers than 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 not have felt that at one point because yes. it's one of the hardest things and most rewarding but one of the hardest things that you'll ever do is to um, bring life birth consciousness into this world and sometimes it's confusing we don't always know what to do about that but by speaking openly and honestly about your experiences to the world then you're giving permission to yourself to be authentic to yourself but also permission to others to be able to be authentic to themselves as well and that's so powerful that's healing in itself it, it is really and really it's is. so funny like because you think that you're the only person in the world that, that is you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, when you when you kind of you do sit you know everyone does it from time to time sits in their own shit and they dwell and um and I was definitely doing that and I thought oh that nobody understands me nobody knows <laughs> what I'm experiencing and I realized that it was just a story once I began to share and I was like oh my gosh like I was so relieved when I heard other mums saying it, because I, I didn't honestly, I, I didn't find too much of this type of stuff on social media. There was a few blogs that were quite real and raw, but they were very, very rare. Yeah. Everything that I could, because I was looking, like I honestly started to look online and all I could see was like how to be the best mum, how to be efficient, how to dress your children, um, he, look at this fashion mum and all this stuff. And I was okay. like, that's not relevant to me because I'm just too busy for my kids to look perfect all the time. Um, yeah. I just need to know, is anyone else feeling what I'm feeling right now? I just, I needed that relatability and I couldn't find it. So then I thought, okay, what if I started doing it? I wonder what would happen. So then I just, I just did it. And then it's just kind of snowballed into, you know, I, I had a, I, a blog first, which is called the Gold Coast Mama. And then eventually through the Gold Coast Mama, um, I started meeting all of these different people in different uh, spaces, like creative spaces, coaching and things like that. And I'd already had the previous, like the background in training and development, performance coaching. And then I upskilled myself to be able to be a breakthrough coach. But it was really that having the courage to share is what has got me here. If I didn't have the courage to share what is actually real, like to share my shit, are you just talking? Okay, she's all right. Um, then I wouldn't have, um, yeah, I, I would not be here. I would not be creating the impact that I am. You know, sometimes when I look back at like really just like the last two years, which is when I've gone all in, um, which is when I've also had a baby and now I'm pregnant again. Um, wow. You know, incredible. I really, it, it is crazy. And for me, I was like, no, like I was always someone that never finished. Like I was an overcommitter um, oh, yeah. and I never finished things. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, there is nothing, absolutely nothing. Now that I've discovered, now that I have discovered what it is that I'm called to do in this world, 
there's absolutely nothing that is going to stop me, like even being pregnant. So once I got pregnant, after I'd organized like some massive workshop, I had like 120 people coming. It was my first ever breakthrough workshop and I've got like 120 people. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was, it was just insane. Um, but then I fell pregnant and I had it in advance. So it was like, okay, I'm going to be five months pregnant holding a space for 120 people. Amazing. For the first time. And not once in my mind did I go, oh, I can't do it. I just was like, I'm doing it. Like there was nothing that stopped. And even like on the way to that to that workshop too, which is really funny, like I had a friend that was um, also going to be presenting and she was picking me up. She was late to pick me up. And then um, just there was so many things that was stopping me to run this workshop and even to the point where like the venue that I was having it closed down like the week before and then I magically somehow manifested some venue which was like twice the price but I got it for free oh my goodness Um, just it's all just like crazy because I was like we're doing this I don't know how we're doing this but we're doing this so that trust I ran that workshop I just trusted and I felt I felt I still felt that that you know that my heart was beating and I was like, okay, I just need every part of support that I can. I need to breathe. I need to put these crystals in my bra. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I just kept reminding myself, like, just keep going. 100%. Just keep going. Just keep going. So it's really like that resilience and having that deep commitment to well, what, why are you doing that? Like, what yes. is the mission? What's the purpose of all of this? And that's really the foundation of being able to achieve anything is you have to have a really, really valuable purpose. It has to be of just deep value to yourself. Otherwise, it's probably not going to happen. 100%. Trusting in yourself and coming back to your why. They are so, so important. When you have that why that you can return back to, it allows you to sidestep your ego because that ego comes in all the time and tells us we can't do things. It's like, oh, wait, that's too big. That's too much. No, 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 no. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You couldn't. Um, and then if you have this reason behind you that's bigger than you, then you can go back and go, but I have to because I'm here to create change. I'm here to help. I'm here to whatever it is that you're here for, your why. It fuels that and that trust. Yeah, exactly. I just, I love that you talked about that story because so many people stand on the outside of, you know, people who are in, um, I guess you could say in the spotlight doing these things and they say, oh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't. Uh, you know be able to pull something like that off but here you are saying your first workshop there was over 100 people and uh, like and for me my first ever retreat had 32 people a retreat for that's like a lot of people for a first I had never even been to a retreat let alone ran one and it was 32 people there and people said I was crazy and they said don't do it it's too many it's too much but I trusted just like you trusted and that happened so if there's people on the outside looking in going oh yeah that's good for them because they can do that they have the capacity oh of course they can do that it, that's yeah she's got it she's just yeah. naturally really good at it and i think oh, they those think are the stories <laughs> yeah oh, but it's different for you yeah and it's and not the, the truth is it's not like that's all bullshit like everyone has it just as difficult um when it comes to actually striving to create whatever it is that you're wanting to create yeah and um 
yeah, it's just, you've got it. Like you said, you've just got to have that deep connection to your why. And in those moments where, you know, I've, I'm actually going through a massive expansion at the moment and I'm feeling really stretched and I haven't felt this stretched for so long. And I'm just like, Oh my God, this is so intense. And like, I know it's just a part of the process, but it's just been a while since I've had this intense expansion happening. And I have to keep remembering that why, like, okay, why is this important to me? Yeah. Why are you doing this? And because usually I would just give up. Yeah. In the past, I've just been like, uh, I think I'll just avoid that person or that job because it's too hard. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But now it's like, no, like I, I'm, I don't have control over it. It's just me doing it because I feel compelled like I just, I'm being pulled to do it. Like I don't have a choice. Yes, that is so perfect. And that's the thing as well, letting people know that, you know, even though you're standing in a space of success and, and you know, you're, you're, you're being a leader for leaders and all these amazing things that it doesn't really matter where you get to, you're always going to have challenges and those challenges, they come about to help us to grow into better people. And it's not about, you know, getting to this, space of euphoria where everything's always sorted out all the time it's just about being identified you being able to identify those challenges as being growth periods and expansive periods and again leaning on your support networks or going back to your why and and reaffirming the reason why you're in this space to begin with and knowing that every other challenge that you've faced up until this point has helped you to grow into a better person a stronger person a more resilient person so these challenges will be exactly the same as that. They will help you to grow. They'll help you to be more resilient and to take on new challenges. Yeah. And I think resilience is so, so important. Um, You know, it kind of sounds like a very difficult, hard, it's got a hard vibe to it, but like resilience being relentless, like relentlessly in love with your mission I think it's just, it's so important. Like there's just nothing that can stop you. Like, you know, when you, you know, like when you're in love with someone, yeah. Like if you are deeply in love for someone, like you will die for that person. Oh, hundred percent. I love that analogy. That's a great analogy. Yeah. yeah. So same thing with your mission. Like, would you die for your mission? No. Okay. I'm not sure it's your mission. Like, I'll just be honest with you. And also with that is if you were in love with someone and you were, pouring absolutely everything you had into that person for a really long time without listening to what you needed through that process, chances are you may start to fall out of love with them. So I love that analogy because you could feed it back into that too because if you're listening to this and you've found your your mission and you really were in love with it but you're not in love with it anymore, it may not be that it's not your mission anymore. It might be that you haven't given yourself any self-care through that. You haven't had that time to return back to you throughout that that is really really true and I think the self-care part is is so massive like I know like the, the busier that I get um the more one second washing making so much noise the busier that I get I um I realize that I need to do even more self-care than what I previously did like a deeper version of self-care because if I'm doing more in terms of holding more space for people I need more to come back to me, like having that, that reciprocity happening, um, filling that that spiritual bank, your cup, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's, it, it depletes. It can deplete so quickly, especially if you are in this work 
you know, because yes, we definitely. give, like we're giving and holding and just being present, like, and not just being here, but when you're being present with someone deeply in a session with them or whatever that looks like, you're all there yeah. and giving. And it's yes. just, you've got to, you've got to re you've got to ground yourself. You know, even for me, there's still, there's still an element of me trying to figure out, okay, how do I reground myself? You know, how much do I need to do after running something like maternal awakening? You know, the two days that was so massive and transformational, which we held a couple of, um, I held with a, a few other facilitators a few weeks ago and just, yeah, just the level of like, even like in, when we first, um, before we even invited people to come into the space, and we just had like a little prayer circle with each other. We didn't even want to let go of each other's hands because you could just feel the energy like pulsing in the circle, like with us. And we hadn't even started the day. Yeah. And yeah, so it's just receiving all that energy. Yeah, it, it's, it's a intense. Lot, so it's intense. It's really intense. It takes a lot to to get from, back here from an energy uh, from an energy medicine practitioner point of view I want to debunk the myth that that if you're working with energy and this could be because you're a coach or a mentor just even from a speaking point of view you're working with people's energy and I want to debunk the myth myth that if you're working with energy or you're working deeply within people's energetic levels that the longer you do that for the more resistant you get or more resilient you get to working in that kind of energy so the less tired you get it's a complete opposite actually because the longer you do it for the deeper you'll find yourself going and the more of your own energy you'll actually start to use so you really do need to like you're saying up your up your self-care if you're going to be doing more work or deeper work with people other people come in and support as well so you're not doing all of it that amount of people like it's um it is that support like allow other people to hold the space because it's just yeah it's balance and and it's 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 really important that we all have our teams. Like everybody's got the right to have a team behind them. So chefs, they don't want to cook for themselves when they come home. They want to, not always, like they want to be cooked for sometimes. And massage therapists, sometimes they want to have a massage. Like we all need to look after ourselves. So coaches, they should have coaches and energy healers as a kinesiologist. I get kinesiology and it's really important. And I think people tend to wait until something's broken to go and seek help or they think that something needs to be created to seek that help. So they're like, okay, well, let's use coaching, for example. I don't have a business or my business is broken, so I need to enlist a coach to fix that or to start that. And then once they get to a point where they're, you know, they're happy with what they've got, they're like, okay, I don't need any of that anymore. And it's the same with their health. Like, well, my health is in a good place now, so I don't need to have anyone around I me helping me with that. Yeah, it is. Prevent yeah. it from happening. Prevent the burnout. Prevent the business breakdown. Push your business further by having greater support around you, all of those sorts of things. Seek your help before you. That's a massive thing that I've been doing because of this, like, like I said, I'm experiencing like a massive expansion. And I'm also having a fourth child, so I have no idea what it's going to, what type of crazy it's going to be like having four of them, um, four under five, mind you. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's just um, like the outsourcing piece is something that I'm now like, okay, I, I need, I need 
I need my team. Um, so just especially things that just don't light me up as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like things yeah. like around technology, yes. scheduling things. Like <laughs> I feel that. But that yeah, lights like, lots of people up. There are people out there that yeah. just thrive on scheduling. Yeah. And it's like, have the numbers. Things, take my money. Yeah. Do your thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, like I just got off the, I got off a call, um, oh, maybe it was a week or two ago with a VA, um, who I'm definitely hiring. I was literally like, I was like, take my money. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, just the way that people can help you. Like there's so much, so many smarter ways of doing things. And you think that you have to do it all yourself and you just don't like, no, you no one can actually do all the things by themselves. And anything that you're putting your money into when in that regards, it's an investment. It returns. You get all of that extra energy, all of that extra space to create the things that light you up, that you feel aligned with, which then the universe opens up and floods more of it to you. I don't know if you've ever felt that feeling where you've been quite burnt out and the things that usually light you up are not feeling like they're lighting you up on that day or like you're kind of dragging your feet in one week to kind of like get through your tasks and then you just kind of hit a stage in your business where you're not getting as much volume as what you usually do but you haven't changed anything it's just your capacity to hold that space has changed and so you start to shut down and the universe stops sending people to you because it's like well you don't have the space for it you're going to burn out yeah so by opening that space back up you by having you know a team then you get more people in there's been weeks where in my business I've been in business for 11 years now so there's been ups and downs throughout that and that's that's congruent with life you know ebbs and flows but there's been there's been weeks where I've gone oh I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay my rent this week like things are really slow I've got I don't know I've got like half my rent in my bank right now I'm going to go spend that on a massage and people are like what <laughs> why I don't know and that was what I needed to realign no, myself it's so twisted but like it's so great <laughs> yeah I know it doesn't make any sense on paper but that no. whatever it was that I put my money into or whether it was a kinesiology what session or, or whatever yeah it just opens you back up yeah and also when you do push yourself around the around those other edges like but I already feel so stretched I already feel so full um can I do that can I say yes am I willing to say yes to this other thing that I know I really want to do but I'm scared that that it's going to all be too much for me that I can't yes. handle the capacity of it all and I, I just say just say yes yeah I think say yes um, yeah that's my that you know that's one of my biggest learnings I think that this year as well it's, it's something that I've been practicing but this year I've been really witnessing it happening on such a massive um scale yeah just listening to that thing inside of you that's saying saying yeah this is something you need to look into and 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 it's not about not having fear like everyone thinks that people who have this stuff sorted out they don't have any fear but fear is okay it's actually fine to have some fear because that fear is saying you're growing you're moving outside of your comfort zone the the norm of what you've been doing is now stretching into something new and the universe is going to support you on that this is a really silly scenario I guess you could say but I recently got introduced to this like incredible water filtration system, which is like life changing. And I was so nervous about purchasing it because it's got a hefty price tag. And, um, and when I purchased it, the day that it arrived, 
one of my, a new coaching client, a kinesiology coaching client had come and she paid me in cash and no one ever pays me in cash. And she paid me in cash and it was the exact same amount as what I had purchased the, the filter for. Wow. It was like literally like it arrived and then the cash okay. came next to it. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's, it's actually so insane. Like sometimes I get freaked out, but like it freaks me out sometimes about how, how it happens. Like, you yeah. know, for example, when I found out that I was pregnant, I was like, okay, well, I still want to continue doing what I'm doing, but, you know, there are some things that need to shift that are going to allow me to have the space to be present with my child, to enjoy it and to still love my life and to do to create the impact that I want to. And I, I immediately was like, okay, I'm just going to focus a lot on speaking this year. And I, li- I literally thought it. I had not told anyone nothing. And within three days it was like, here, will you speak at this event? Will you speak at this event? Will you speak at this event? And during that time, I wasn't even on social media because I was grieving my process, as I said earlier. So I literally hadn't been on social media. I hadn't talked to anyone, like not even my husband or a friend. And I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on speaking now. I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to do speaking. Like I was just like, I am. And it just came in. Like I've literally done a speaking event, like the one that I saw you at on Tuesday, like Conscious Leaders the previous week. And then this weekend I've got another uh, one for an International Women's Day brunch and basically one every single month happening starting like in two weeks. Amazing. So it's just, yeah, it just freaks me out. Even when you're kind of like, I'm really feeling called to just, sleep in and have self-care or whatever that is and you're meant to meet up with a friend immediately I'll get a text I can't oh, make sorry, it I can't and, I'm, yes. I'm not, and I'm like yay so I don't even have to bring it up like that's just just the the whole reciprocal energetic nature of it all like it's amazing and it also kind of freaks me out a little bit still <laughs> the universe is always listening to us it's always available yeah. for us to give us what it is that we believe we deserve. And this is a key. I think I talked about this briefly on a live the other day. If you believe that you're worthy of it, if you believe that you can achieve it, you can achieve anything. But that can't be, I guess, um, confused with you get whatever you want because if you don't believe that you can get it, you won't get it. So I can honestly say I've manifested everything that I believe in, that I could have got, like that I believe I can have in my life, I've manifested that. But there's still things that I want that I haven't manifested yet because I haven't quite got the full belief yeah. that I'll bring in. And even I can say that. I can say that. I'm the same. Yeah. 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 So if we connect, can connect to that belief pattern, then you can bring in anything as long as you can really truly believe in yourself that you're worthy of it. So Jess, what would be your advice if there was someone listening who was wanting to start their own business or go into business for themselves and they just don't even know how to begin, like where to start? What would you, what what advice would you give them? Yeah. Well, the first thing, the first thing is um, just being really clear on what it is that you want to do. Because I know there's a lot of people, um, you know, for example, I ran a masterclass today on how to create a program and a lot of people show up and they're like I want to create a program but they have no idea what that program is yeah. or any topic or anything so a lot of people want to have a business but it's okay do you actually know what's involved in having a business so I think awareness like the yeah. first thing is the awareness piece like 
because not everyone is a business owner. Um, 100%, so yeah. the second, yeah, sometimes it might you might actually find it more fulfilling to 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 run somebody else's business to be yeah. a leader for that person. That might be more rewarding for you. Um, so it's that awareness piece, like how much do you really want it? The second part is having a very deep relationship with yourself. Like I think that you having a deep connection with yourself, it opens you up to actually be aware to to have great listening skills, to be really aware. And you want to be aware because of like not just like numbers and things like that, but everyone is in the business of people as well. So if you have a low sense of awareness, you're not going to be able to pick up and read people very well. So if you're going to be selling things, you're not going to be able to sell if you don't know yourself and you don't know what your strengths are, you don't know what your weaknesses are and you don't know how to communicate to people. So to be honest, honestly, I think just like awareness, like the awareness piece, having a relationship with yourself and, you know, I don't want people to start something that I think everyone should give things a crack, but also how, like, why is this important to you? I truly believe that everyone gets to live a life of fulfillment, which means you get to discover and explore what that is for you. Even if it's something that has never graced this earth before and you're like, but this is what I want to do, but no one's ever done it before, I'm like, perfect, like go and do that thing. But you just have to have that deep knowing within yourself that that is actually for you. So beginning to learn how to discern what is for you and not for you. And, again, that comes from having um, having that level of awareness. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That, that strong connection to your why is so important. Like you should never, ever, ever start a business to make money. Like making money in your business is absolutely achievable and important, but that should not be your reason why you're doing anything it should be something bigger than that and that's what's going to drive you forward twice twice the effort yeah yeah 100 percent. so just tell us a little bit about maternal awakenings because this yeah. looks amazing i um i was a bit of a fly on the wall social media watching this unfold because i couldn't make your last one but i'm yeah. very blessed and, and and happy to be coming and facilitating on the next one so i'd love you to explain a little bit more about it Yes, well, we're really excited to have you. Um, and look, maternal maternal awakening is really a two day experience. It's a full immersive experience that will leave mums experiencing connection, healing, um, and to really awaken to whatever it is for them. Like, I'm not going to say you're going to awaken to this, that, or this, because that's actually for you to discover. It's not up to me to tell you what is there for you to discover. So really we create a space where we provide experiences um, that that put you in perhaps into like ceremonies and um, situations that you've maybe never been in before. So we have creative therapies, um, you know, we have like cow ceremonies. We have some breakthrough sessions as well, which a lot of people find um really confronting um where everyone gets the opportunity to hold space for people and you know just to give you like to give you an example there was one person who um who came and they had actually um you know 
had suicidal thoughts and attempted to take their life three days before the event. Wow. And it was so much for that person to, it took so much courage for that person. Like I'm just in deep honour of this person um, that came to the event and they had the courage to, and they, they were late, but it was all perfect. Like it was fine. Like you get to come as you are. That's one of the biggest things. You come as you are. And, you know, we all held space for that person and each person gets an opportunity to acknowledge that person once we've had that break, those breakthrough moments. And it takes as long as it takes, basically. Amazing. So it is really that collective healing, a co-creation. You know, we focus on, um, you know, on activating your creative intelligence as well. So I think like to live in your fullest expression it requires you to activate your creativity and to maybe do things that you haven't done since you were a child, which would be like drawing. And we even have like life, like we have a life drawing session, a life modeling session where we get to actually witness like a beautiful female body and we get to witness it and fully without any shame, any judgment, with it not being, you know, sexual. It's re- really just like honoring like, wow, like how amazing is the body of a woman, which is massive for a mom, you know, our bodies go through uh, such transformation. Um, and sometimes we find that hard to, to embrace. Yeah. And it's so beautiful to see, see ourselves from the eyes of an artist. So an artist also comes and draws that person and also gives us tips on how to draw while we're doing it. Yeah. So we have lots of fun. Yeah. So day one's very much, day one's very much, uh, we go deep into the healing space. We also have a massive grief ritual which happens with a death doula as well. Wow. Yeah, it's it's powerful. Just, she this woman is just like powerful, so powerful. Lisa Potter, you've got to look her up. Um but yeah and then day two day two is really integrating, diving into our fullest expression. And it honestly it's like going to five workshops in two days like it's like five workshops in in one and yeah we all just just the connections that you create um yeah like I think some of the mums are like oh my gosh I've got to come to this like this needs to happen on an annual basis for me like it's a part of their maintenance for their life yeah and yeah it's just about creating those safe spaces you know what I mean it's no judgment there is only love like, and there are some things that were shared that were people's deepest, darkest secrets that they had been holding on for so long. And then they walk out, you know, they walk out and they don't even look the same. Like they look 10 years younger. They are, they are radiating. Like they're just like glowing, like their posture is completely changed. And, and it's just, it's just a beautiful reminder. This is why we do this work. This is why this work has to be done. And it's just a true privilege, like, honestly. It's so important that everybody, every man, woman and child has that space of safety to communicate, to work through their stuff, to verbalise. And, and it's it's beautiful that us as women are kind of the, the leaders or the change makers in creating those spaces for everybody else yes. as well. So, so beautiful. I'm so excited about attending that. Um, are there any tickets left? There are 10, so we've had two. So it's always lim- it's limited to 12 spots because it is such a deep dive. It's so, and there is so much one-on-one work that happens as well. 
Sure. So, yeah, so very limited to 12 people. Um, two spots are gone. We've got 10 left. Great. Uh, the next maternal awakening is the 23rd and the 24th of May. And how can people find tickets to that? How can they find you? Yes, yeah. So the best thing would be to, I mean, you can just Google maternal awakening and it will come up. Um, but you can also find me on any social media platform at Jessica Palmer Official and you'll see all of the details there as well. Amazing. Is there anything else that you've got coming up that you wanted to talk about as well, Jess, or is that the main one on? I know you're pregnant, so you're probably not overflowing. <laughs> yeah, I'm mostly going to have a baby at some point. Yeah. <laughs> these things. Um, but, yeah, I have some really exciting, um, you know, I'll be hosting regular weekly events from like just like a local cafe. So we're going to have like free community meetups. We're going to have um, like women in business. Um, we're also going to have like sisterhood brunches. We're going to have mums and bubs things. So there's so many little ways in which I can connect with people. And, you know, I really am just a stand for inclusivity. So as many people that I can help as possible, I'm um, just, yeah, just love it. Incredible. And uh, where will they be held? Yes, at Barefoot Cafe at Paradise Point. Great. Awesome. I will definitely be coming along to one of those myself or if not all of those. <laughs> See how I come. They'll, be, they'll be just like continuously happening. Like it's just a continual thing. I love thing that. Yeah. yeah, so it's just Funny. a collaboration with me and the, and the owners at the cafe there. We're both just like, let's create something for the community. And that's how it started. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much again for coming on and speaking to us today, Jess. Um, again, if anybody wants to find out more about Jessica Palmer and her work, look her up on Facebook or Instagram at Jessica Palmer, uh, Palmer sorry, official. <laughs> I've lost my words now. <laughs> just i'm too excited i'm all i'm all amped up for maternal awakenings and definitely get online and book one of those tickets before they're all sold out because it will sell out absolutely thank you sister thank you you're welcome see ya Bye.